0: What's going on, people? It's your boy, Jackson Baudelaire, also known
1: as Jack. And I'm Daiquiri Jones, also known as Daiquiri. And welcome to the first ever episode of the Jack and Daiquiri show, the Jack and Daiquiri podcast. Hello and welcome. Um, If you have known us by other names, no, you fucking don't. Mind your business. We simply cannot lose our jobs. (laughs) <laughs> We're doing big things now we, we
0: gotta have these aliases
1: I have a salary to make
0: Same here
1: So I can't be running around with you girls uh, Incriminating myself You know when I say fuck Jeff Bezos <laughs> Or whatever the case might be um, So Please don't snitch <laughs> If you know us in real life which I'm sure if you do you know, our, you know our real names. Uh, no. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You have heard our voices before mm-hmm. in a very well-renowned local podcast. Uh,
0: some say it's one of the best ever made.
1: Some may say that. Yeah. And some would be correct in that yeah. assumption. Um, it's not that I don't want to say the name of that show because I love that podcast that we were on. However, I feel like the second... We say the name of the show that we used to be on. Yep. That's when (laughs) It's very easy to trace us back. So, because my name was my name and so was Jax. So, just don't worry about it, girls. You know who we are. And welcome. Welcome. Um, We don't know what the fuck this shit is going to be like. Uh, We do have a segment roster for you girls. But we this is show
0: one of many like we're just out here just really trying to figure out what works for us you know and the first couple might be like that and that's fine for sure we don't hit our groove but to be honest i think we might hit our groove in about 10 minutes i get because we are naturals at this shit no i
1: feel really solid about this and yeah. like this will be probably a work in progress like you're probably going to hear things on episode six that you might not hear today absolutely um however I really do think that we have a very, like, solid podcast structure going on Mm -hmm. that I think is just very easy to work with. And I've known Jack for not that fucking black ass long, but we work well together. We know how to come in and do a show quick and easy, (laughs) get topics, get in and out. Yes. You know, the sun is up right now. I'm sure by the time we are done, the sun will still be up. Because that's just how diligently uh, we tend to work. Um, If the show runs for three hours today, blow me. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Just pretend I didn't say what I just said. It doesn't matter. It's okay for me to lie.
0: No, Um, you're Daquiri. It don't matter.
1: It's totally fine. So say what you want. Let's um let's do intros. Tell the girls who we want to present as. Uh, And Jack, you can go ahead first.
0: All right. So like my boy Daquiri said, my name is Jack. Government name is Jackson Baudelaire. I am exactly what you think I am Just, Oh my god You know I'm smooth You know Cool ass nigga basically um, Yeah but you can call me Jack
1: And I'm the gay one um, <laughs> <laughs> My name is Zachary Jones um, I'm a Capricorn sun <laughs> Scorpio moon Capricorn Rising for the girls that give a damn um, I'm 24 years old, you know oh, I didn't know we
0: was doing all that <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were just telling them our names I'm 26 Um, I enjoy walks in the park Right And watching football
1: Um, <laughs> I don't enjoy either one of those fucking things Um, I love a good video game Uh, in fact, upon, uh, upon Jackery's entry into my lovely abode Um, I had... Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla running on my PlayStation 4 because I was just gifted it to uh, to me by a friend of mine a few days ago, um, even though I think Valhalla came out like a year or so ago. So I'm really into video games. I love music, which w- you'll hear about that in a little bit. Um, I can say this because my music name is also an alias. So um, you may know me In the Music Streets by Cairo Croon. Um, I do have two albums out of uh, on all streaming platforms and plug your shit, man. Written by me, <laughs> Ho nigga. Your other faves can't say that shit. <laughs> I wrote everything my goddamn black ass motherfucking self. Um, but we're really happy to be in here podcasting with you girls. Um, I think this is going to end up being more of a pod, uh, more of a pop culture type show, um, and we're gonna try our absolute damnedest to keep the topics. As light as we can However, we live in America And so no shit. Sometimes This shit will get dark And deep, but we're giving
0: y'all real shit Right We're gonna be as authentic as possible We're gonna be as, you know, transparent as possible I'm excited for this shit I don't know about you, but I'm amped, I'm ready to get to the topics I'm ready to just see how this show grows from today to next week to you know a month and this is going to be fun. I'm really excited for this.
1: Absolutely. And so with that, let's get started with our first tech segment. Um a pop culture segment that we like to call Hot Top Me Off. So let's talk about you niggers. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes in and you've already been <laughs> we hit the 6 minute mark right. and I've already dropped a hard R Boom. which I'll decide later on if I want to actually bleep that damn I don't even know anymore because it's like <laughs> it's already a an alias I'm probably going to bleep other words that may be incriminating so I don't I haven't figured out which words that I don't want you girls to hear me say however <laughs> uh, let's talk about the African American community um Running crate challenges. Mm. And by that we mean. You all. Are inexplicably. Finding. A bare minimum of 24 crates. (laughs) So that. You can arrange them in pyramid structure. Run up them. And run down them. As quickly as you can. Without the crates. Like falling atop you or your loved ones. Right. Um. I have no explanations for any of these things. Um, Jack, you might know... I don't know if you have any cousins who have done any of these fucking crate challenges or if you know anybody. Yeah,
0: you see, the Baudelaire family is real crazy. <laughs> not the Baudelaire family. But we're not crazy enough to do the crate challenge. Um, I saw this on where I get most of my news now. The guy on did. TikTok. Oh! and um, <laughs>
1: Me too. <laughs>
0: yeah, and my first thought was... Okay, you know, the first tower that you see It's like, it was a kind of a smaller one I'm like, alright, this guy's gonna try and walk these crates I don't know why, but it's entertaining right. I watch it because it's funny And of course what happens, he gets almost to the top And then busts his ass But now we're getting to the point where people Are legitimately injuring themselves yeah, To the point where People are coming out and being like Hey, y'all need to stop with these crate challenges Because for the 10 seconds of laughs you're gonna get you're also going to get a huge hospital bill right. because you have broken ribs, dislocated jaw, and a bunch of cuts and bruises. Internal bleeding. Right. For what reason? I, right. I think it's interesting because like everything I've been seeing, it's like, where are milk crates coming from? We don't have milkmen no more. You take your ass up to the damn grocery store and you pick up
1: a gallon hey, of milk, milk. right, right. You, you don't
0: get a you can't even uh-huh. i don't even know if you can buy a crate of milk anymore like no so i think just like i think <laughs> i don't think but i've seen a lot of funny things of you notice these crates are only in the black community
1: it's like y'all
0: y'all gotta wake up man the <laughs> so, white <laughs> the white man is trying to destroy us
1: listen they know we love fame we've we've uh I've talked about a certain gentleman uh, in the, like, (laughs) Black Hotep stratosphere um, by the name of Dr. Kunmar Johnson. (laughs) And I have talked extensively on a different platform about how... I don't like the motherfucker. I don't agree with most of the stuff that he says. He will embed, like homophobic or like que- otherwise queer phobic like mannerisms and words and phrases and dog whistles into things <laughs> that seemingly appear as pro-black right so like you know he's been a part of the movement that's saying like Lil Nas X is like a white music industry plant to like emasculate the black man or right. whatever the fuck and I just I don't give a fuck about most of the shit he says however comma a broken clock Is right twice a day. (laughs) And so, Umar said something to the effect of like, you know, these crates are only appearing in the black community. We're only seeing these challenges uh, appear in the black community. And that part is true. And I do, like Jack, wonder where on earth you niggas are getting All of these crates. I don't know where to find one milk crate.
0: Right. Maybe Aldi.
1: Maybe. (laughs) And like, I know y'all are not going to the Oberwise Man because Oberwise Man doesn't make milk deliveries like that no more. Number one. Number two. I was sitting here like,
0: what the fuck is he talking about? I was like, oh, the fucking ice cream. You ever had Oberwise milk? Yeah, I know, I had it. Oh my God. It's fire. They make lemonade.
1: I don't fuck with the like cow milk industrial complex. Yeah. However, Oberwise milk slaps. Yeah,
0: and I went there uh, a couple weeks ago and got some ice cream, and it was. It was Is perfect. there like a
1: store? There's a store,
0: bro. It's in a in Kirkwood. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna have to go down there. Yeah, go, Oberwise go. milk be fucking expensive. But yeah. like eight dollars a gallon, right? And Oberwise, at least from my memory, like when I was living with my mom, we when we, when we would get Oberwise deliveries, it wasn't like they were dropping them off in milk crates. You would just get the. The glass gallon of milk. So I don't know where you guys are getting these from. If you're like raiding FBI. Like file cabinets (laughs) or some shit. I don't don't really know. Um, I will say I'm living. I love it so much. (laughs) It's stupid and silly and unsafe. It's so unsafe. (laughs) But it's so. (laughs) (laughs) It's so unsafe. And the crazy thing is
0: like. You're only seen in the black communities. It's because like why? Because you know what? You, You can't really give. I won't say you can't give white people credit Because I don't think that's fair But those motherfuckers They are like you know what We like fame too But not enough to get up on some damn milk crates Listen I'm only seeing This is There's strong nicotry at work What Uncle Uncle Ruckus say That's literally what it is bro I saw a couple That literally did a gender reveal on milk crates, bro. Are and the, you fucking joking? The dude was climbing up. The girls cheering him on. All the people cheering him on. This nigga got to the top and tripped. Obviously, boom, and all the fucking powder goes in his face. On top of the fact that he hit six crates on the way
1: down oh, and no. bust his shit.
0: That's how your baby is
1: announced. Oh, God. Like,
0: yeah, the baby is... gonna wonder why his dad talked the way he talk after hitting his head so hard. <laughs> so he, he gonna be like, oh, I did a milk crate challenge. You gonna know, sound like Fifty Cent? Look. Let- <laughs> you know what I'm saying Like damn like, Listen
1: it's incredibly unsafe yeah. And I cannot actually advise That you guys continue doing it Black people
0: it. we gotta do better
1: I, lo- I You know I love Listen. a good
0: video As much as the next person But y'all we do not need fame That bad
1: I'm not gonna stop y'all niggas No shade like <laughs> Whatever is unsafe and like you probably shouldn't be doing it, nigga. But like, it, let me tell you something Twitter has never been funny or like. That's true. I do want to give a couple honorable mentions to um, some of, if, if this was a huge competition, I would say the winners. So, and I don't know any of you niggers names, but I do want to say congrats to you. And we salute you and we see you and we speak your names, whatever yeah. your names are. Um, there is a gentleman who did the crate challenge uh, whilst rolling a blunt. Okay. So I haven't he seen walks this one yet. he walks up the pyramid rolling the blunt and I think he sparks it when he gets to the top and then he's smoking it as he's like descending. Love. <laughs> ten out of ten milk yeah. crate challenge. Okay. I think I love a multitasking doll. I think that <laughs> shit was dope as fuck. There was also the gentleman. No, this was a lady okay. who did the crate challenge on like six inch heels. Which is like some Cirque du Soleil shit. Yeah, shout out her. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, Like, she had, like, a dress on and, like, teeny tiny ass heels. Now, I'm a homosexual, and, like, that's fine. I'm not the kind of homosexual I can't wear heels. And it's not because I don't feel comfortable, like, expressing, like, femininity or whatever. If you've seen pictures of me, like, making music, I, like, paint my nails and, like, wear mascara. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. It's just logistically... I'm not balanced. <laughs> I can't do a six inch <laughs> heel. So I don't really know how it was done, but we see you black magical queen. That was dope as fuck. And then somebody again in the African-American community did this challenge. This sounds like the BET awards. <laughs> Cause I've only ever <laughs> seen, listen, I have, and we'll get to this in a second. The, the black people that I've seen who have done the challenge have done it successfully. I've never seen anybody bust their shit yet. Now, I know it's probably happened. Oh, that,
0: that's all the videos I've seen. I've only ever Motherfuck seen successful falling. runs.
1: Oh, wow. That's wild. That's funny as fuck yeah. how like, our <laughs> internets are curated just so differently. Right. I've only ever seen black success. <laughs> I'm sorry that your shit is, is, is I know. skewed to see black failure. <laughs> so I saw someone who almost busted his ass. He walked up. And every time he walked up a crate it, like, the crates started falling behind him. So it was like the last scene in the fucking, in the third Pirates of the Caribbean film, where they're like circling, uh what's that nigga's name in the white wig? It doesn't specify anything, it's all of them. But like, they're shooting this nigga from both sides, and as he's walking down the banisters of his fucking, uh like, British trading company ship, it's being destroyed behind him so he's quickly running down the shit and he gets all the way down never busts his ass but the entire temple has fallen down good lord it was like nigga jericho (laughs) it's fucking gorgeous i love that shit you probably shouldn't do it (laughs) probably shouldn't do the crate challenge but if you wanted to then be successful at it you may send it To um, podcast At gmail.com And we will review those videos For For (laughs) y'all (laughs) We (laughs) about to Have all these videos Of the damn email (laughs) Motherfuckers climbing up and shit Alright so Jack bring us to our second segment Of
0: the day So our second segment is going to be Garnish you know like a nice Top on your drink Something on top You know so this topic can be just about any damn thing, and it's to, literally
1: gonna be whatever we want.
0: Whatever we want. And today it's gonna be about our commander in chief, Joe Biden, right? This, I saw a video of him look like he was knocked out um, during an interview. <laughs> I was like, ah, shit! This we really somebody really voted for this nigga. Like, I think he, really, he might
1: be narcoleptic or something, <laughs> or like, no shade. He's but, just old. So.
0: He is. He's old. Yeah, they're always old. But no, we're gonna talk about him canceling. Student debt so let me pull up The article from Another great news source of mine Called the shade room I fucking knew it And I sent it to you On instagram Yeah you did
1: and And I'm pretty sure you didn't read it
0: You did not read it How do you know that I didn't read it Because it says it doesn't say seen On the
1: message Wait don't (laughs) Okay so I'm gonna read it
0: right (laughs) <laughs> Biden administration has reportedly canceled nine billion in student loan debt for more than five hundred and sixty-three thousand people since January. Now, this is coming from the shade room, and I will admit, as much as I love this news outlet, it's not always as accurate as like CNN or all the other ones, you know, stuff right. like that. Right. But I wanted to get your thoughts on, let's say. You were one of the people that got your student loan debt completely, you know, canceled. How would you feel about that, Dakari?
1: Okay, so God, what a loaded-ass question. Because I had a, I had, I've, I've already googled some information so that I could snarkily re- rebut all. He of was this. about to shit on that man. Yeah, Joe and, Biden. I'm, and, and I'm gonna, and I'm going to in about thirty seconds, and it's fine. But it if, if it was me, <laughs> you know, I would be like, cool, that's nice, or whatever. And then I would ask for a stimulus check Like I <laughs> Now Honestly God I don't have A fuck ton Of student loan debt mm. I um God this is gonna sound so fucking Like classes. Yeah it's
0: almost like Daiquiri Jones Went to the same school as Jackson Baudelaire The fancy schools
1: God damn it We didn't go to no fucking fancy Which, school nigga You
0: ain't go to no fancy school
1: are with, you joking right a, now? With a
0: last name like Baudelaire, I went to the fanciest <laughs> school money can buy. Listen, shit.
1: I, um, my parents uh, put me through undergrad. So. Oh, shit. That's,
0: that's not something. I feel like I just want to go on a little like segue. That is not something that I think people should be like embarrassed about or feel like, oh, I didn't really do it. Because you know what? If your parents can set you up till you can come out of school with no debt. I say I applaud motherfuckers like that because if you have that chance and that opportunity and you make something of it, right. you have nothing to explain. So listen,
1: I that's I honestly
0: that's huge, man.
1: I don't feel like my parents paying for my undergrad is like a negative character trait of mine. But I, I do just wanna like acknowledge like my level of like privilege or whatever, because I recognize that not everybody's parents uh, could afford to put them through undergrad. But so I found out, like, 365 ago that while they were paying for my shit, they took out student loans in my name Mm. without me knowing about it. Um, To which I responded, good luck paying those. I'm not paying that shit. (laughs) I didn't request for you blacks to do that. I didn't want you to. And I didn't know that you did until after I had graduated. So I'm like, I don't got nothing to do with that. However, I did put myself through a master's program pretty recently. Um, and that is a brag. Yeah <laughs> I put myself through that shit. And they taxed the shit out of you and they did. <laughs> um, that yeah tax season was not cute for for me this year but very ghetto I, <laughs> very it was ghetto. really really like <laughs> fucking trash but I took out a smidgen of student loans just to cover a little bit of the expenses for the master's program. So I probably have in total I'd say like 20k.
0: Okay, that's months, not bad. Which
1: is really not bad. And nine K and, and I'm only I'm only response I'm only holding myself responsible for 9K of it. Because the other shit is with my parents. I'm like, I don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah,
0: but I mean even twenty is definitely you can that's that's basically like buying a new car.
1: Right. Like if you I if I were to get twenty K right now, I could do a lot of shit. You yeah. know, like twenty K was was two thirds of how much I made last year. Right. So like It's really fucking good You can do a lot A lot A lot A lot With that shit For sure What would you like So I'm gonna be real
0: honest I graduated Officially In May of 2020 Right Had to do summer classes Because of COVID So then I did summer classes In July of 2020 Got you So I don't know if mine have hit yet They haven't Or If my boy Joe just covering, but if I was to get my student loans completely canceled, I'd throw a fucking party and I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably vote for that nigga (laughs) again. Dead ass. Dead ass. Yeah. Oh shit. Because look, because I I've got. So so I'm not gonna lie. This is a little bit of a brag, but this nigga right here has got white man credit. My shit's amazing. Oh, seven hundred plus. Yes. Like I'm walking up to houses and men like, I'll take it tomorrow. But I'm I'm glad that I have that. Oh, my God. Because I don't have too much student loans, and I know like okay when those do hit, I'm gonna pay them. Right. And my credits just gonna go through the fucking roof, right? right? So I think right now I'm only thirty eight k in debt, and I've been in school. I did seven years of school Uh because I did three year junior college, which were completely paid for, like a community college. Community college, up, and then four years at my prestigious college that we both attended. That (laughs) yeah, prestigious, prestigious school that that we love so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my thirty eight thousand. Uh, you know paper that I have Hanging in my house right now is worth it But if it was to get right. cancelled That shit would be dope because then all yep. I would have Would be my car payment You know what I'm saying right. So um, yeah I basically would Throw a party and I would that nigga would get my vote
1: Listen like you- Cause that's huge because
0: like, like you were Saying think of the people that do have it Where they come out of school I've had friends That their parents are like you get four years From me after that figure it out down and motherly and motherfuckers will still find a way to be like oh, i couldn't get it in 4 years it's like if my mom told me <laughs> i'm going to pay for your schooling for 4 years a nigga wouldn't have been in there for 7 i can tell you that
1: much now listen i don't disagree with that but think about this think about the school that we went to the mm-hmm. prestigious university that we attended
0: yes it's so hard to get in you're like y'all don't get it
1: it's exclusive yeah
0: um 6% acceptance rate
1: you remember how fucked those little guidance counselors were they the didn't give a fuck advisors.
0: no they didn't give a They'd fuck they
1: put you in classes you weren't supposed to be in
0: well no i had an advisor my first year at said prestigious school i was like uh, she was like oh maybe you should do this i said i don't want to do that she goes all right you don't got to do that your advisor is supposed to advise Thank you. she was supposed to be like nah nigga you probably need to take this class get your ass in that class. you <laughs> might need to have five classes this semester right she let me take 3 And I was like, all right, cool. And what happens? You're there. I was supposed to be at this school for three years, two, three years. Ended up being four because for the first two years, I had the same counselor that literally just let me kind of do whatever fuck I wanted. Right. So those last two years you gotta, you know, play catch up a little bit. Right. But yeah, I mean, they don't give a fuck.
1: I think so, like, I think it is actually quite hard to only be in school for four years. Like I think, I would agree. Most people go for five. Okay. Because of the way guidance counselors work, niggas fail classes.
0: I think everybody's freshman year, your first semester, shit. If not your Adult whole year.
1: Shit. I um I can I went I went to like a different university my first semester of freshman year. Mm-hmm. 0.9 GPA when that's I what I'm talking it. about because it's like I I fucked up.
0: Because that's the first time in life where you literally like I remember when I was going to junior college. That's the first time where you're like this nigga didn't have a car. So I had to walk to the bus stop, catch a bus, and go to school. Right. right? So I'm like, oh, it's fucking raining. I'm not going. It's a little cold outside. Down, anything. I'm not going. Don't give a fuck. I don't really feel like doing class today. Not going. Not going. And then that shit adds up oh, on yeah. you mm-hmm. and you don't realize that, but you're like I can make these choices on my own. Like, my parents are already at work. They're not going to make me get up for college. Yep. And they don't
1: fucking know what you have going on because you sign up for your classes on your own. And your parents parents can't can't, Yeah, They can't come to your college and be like, I'd like to talk to their advisor. Right. You can't. (laughs) You literally cannot. I remember getting dropped from a class. It was like Spanish 1 Mm -hmm. when I got to uh, community college or whatever the fuck because it would be like Tuesday at 9 a.m. and I would be like... The shit was down the street from my mama's house. Right. And I would just be like, go to school, go to Wendy's. Go like, <laughs> go to school, beat my dick for three hours. Like, I just wasn't finna do all of that. And so my Spanish teacher, I went in there one day and went in class and then left. And he emailed me and he was like, hey, um, I noticed that you came in the class. And he was like, I dropped you last week. Damn. It was like. You don't have to show up anymore. <laughs> so I just say that to say that like it is harder, it is much harder, uh, it is much easier said than done. Yes. To go to school for four years, and and for that reason, I'm like, yeah, man. Like the the student loan shit is is fucked because you really. Accidentally no one wants to go to school for five Years like you end up accidentally doing Well, Yeah I mean
0: if you take it like me for example I did school for seven years I should be a Fucking doctor right now
1: yeah that's what I'm I'm saying saying? Like literally So it So that part but then also But also it's all
0: I will admit for me personally I needed junior College to prepare For the university level Because I came out of High school and I was like you know what college is gonna be good but I didn't go to a like a four year straight out right and I was going to and I realize now that's probably one of the biggest like blessings because I almost didn't even make it in junior college because mm-hmm. I just didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, like all your friends go away to these big schools and you're sitting at your local community college. You do feel some type of way. You know, No, you
1: feel like a little bit of a failure. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you actually are like, I don't give a fuck. And, you know, they give you that second chance. That's when you're like, all right, I got to kind of make up for this shit. And I right. left that school and went, you know, to a four year and then realized, sure. oh, shit. Like, I remember my first couple weeks at a four year and I'm like. Oh, this shit is hard. Like it's not. Like they really do not give a fuck. Like if you don't show up, it's fine. Right. So, they're not calling you or emailing you. Like oh, didn't see you. To... They got other shit to do, and they've got five other classes
1: they don't give a fuck of about thirty you.
0: motherfuckers. Like and they, they get don't
1: have... paid whether or not you show up.
0: Exactly. So I think what I'm getting at is it's all the time. That's one thing that I learned. It does not matter how long you're in it, as long as you get your paper. Congrats, my nigga! Like that's all that matters. So, yeah. If but what we were talking about, because I think we should probably, you know, we we wrapping it up, or you have something else. Well, so what? What what
1: is the figure that has been forgiven so far? How much?
0: He has forgiven. Let me pull it back up because I do have
1: to drag slightly. Yeah. So it
0: has been one second. Nine billion in student loan debt for five hundred and sixty-three thousand people. So,
1: $9 billion, okay? Yes. The U.S. total student loan debt mm-hmm. is $1.5 trillion, okay? My whole thing is like, okay, and may I, I might be doing the math incorrectly here. So, what is that? Swoop, swoop. That's like maybe, maybe 5%? Of the like, total like student debt crisis, okay. and I'm just like the whole thing. Now, I t- so I didn't vote for him. Like I I didn't vote for him. I'm not saying I voted for that other raggedy motherfucker either, But I, didn't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't I don't I'm not a Democrat, so like I don't vote for them. Um, so I can't speak to any of that. However, the thing with like the Democrat Party is. They're like, oh, you know, we need to cancel all student loan debt. That's how they get elected, by, like, lying to people. And then they get in, and then Joe Biden, like, two months ago was like, yeah, no, we're not forgiving loans. Like, that's out. (laughs) And then when we all got mad about it, he was like, well, we'll forgive a little bit of, of debt. Right. What I know for a fact is the U.S. has a lot of fucking money. Like, a lot because we throw trillions of dollars to military expenditures to bomb women and children in somalia and afghanistan and things like that and like this is very serious whatever so like we spend money on killing people on a daily basis and then we force people to be in debt the u.s government forces people to be in debt to it to pay for shit that it's made itself in debt for And I'm just like, we don't have to do this. If you can forgive nine billion, no shade, you can forgive more. That's just me. That No, I've never looked at it like
0: that until you said it. That's a good point.
1: I'm always, listen, whenever we do a political topic on this show that's a very good point and we bring up how democrats do insert nice thing here yeah. i'm always going to be like okay but you could be doing more right that's all that's always just where i'm coming from and it's not saying yeah if i got my loans for even today de whoop like that'd be fucking dope right um and also there are people who are much uh less fortunate than i am much less like privileged than i am and are not working the same kinds of jobs who like They could really benefit from having their fucking student loans, and I'm I'm not trying to like take that away from any of those people. But I'm I'm like for every person who is poor who who got their student loans canceled today, what about the the tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands who still are struggling? You know what I mean? Or who just
0: paid that shit off and they were like, oh, we were gonna
1: who just got done paying that shit? Yeah, that's my only thing, and like. Every, this genuinely, every time we talk about politics on this show, I'm. It's gonna sound like I'm like bitter and cynical and like don't want to like give too much credit. It's or just credit a to different do. way
0: of thinking. I don't think it's too like cynical. I comes, know
1: how it comes off to people. They're always yes. gonna be like, "Oh, Dacre, you, you just never are satisfied with it, whatever." And I'm like, guys, like it, it, he, Biden hasn't actually ended poverty just now. Like yeah. he hasn't he hasn't removed the student loan debt crisis. If i can look on that shit and see that it's 1.57 uh 1.57 trillion with a T, it's just like okay like we gotta let's keep going like let's do nine more my, nine more billion let's do nine more billion i mean you
0: know what it, and, and to be honest i think because i'm gonna bring your boy up if jeff bezos really was as cool <laughs> as he was come on Come he on. would just get everybody's day He'd be like yo let me, just, let me just take that off of everybody's hands And then y'all keep buying Amazon products man. Welcome
1: that's... to the fuck what i always be thinking Is right. that Bezos And Musk and Bill Gates is white ass Yeah, All of them have enough collective wealth They could squash this all Without all the US this. government even having to ever right. fucking be
0: involved And it's like it's cool I, I give Biden props Because Fine. you know he's trying But at the same time I do feel like that's something that should maybe fall on motherfuckers that have money, you know? Thank you. That could, like, cause I'm not gonna lie. If I'm, and I know everybody's like, oh, well, everyone says that until you actually get it. I know for a fact right now, if I had five million dollars, I'm paying my loans off, I'm paying my siblings' loans off, right? I'm buying moms a house that isn't fucking ridiculous, right? And I'm calling it good. I'm gonna pay off like whoever's car needs paid off, pay, right? Because then you have a clear <laughs> slate. And you make what you make of that situation, right. you know? Um, or no, opportunity, absolutely. I guess. So, yeah, I mean, you got to give them props where you can. I want to put it on the record, too, that um, I wouldn't completely say that I'm democratic.
1: And I know you're thinking. not. I'm not saying that you are. I think
0: I just, I'm very situational on which motherfucker do I got to pick from? The old white man or
1: the old white man... And I picked no the latter. Sure. you know what I mean? I okay, whatever. And we don't have to run too long on this. so i <laughs> I um, so I didn't the, the first time we were legally allowed to vote, like when Hillary Clinton was running against Trump, right? Um, I didn't vote at
0: yeah. all
1: because I was like, Hillary Clinton is a demon. Yeah, like she was a fucking. I was like, this is just this is not good news. And also, like she had done really fucked up shit. Uh, with Bernie Sanders' campaign. And then, obviously, I'm a nigga and I'm gay. I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump, you fucking morons. Um, so, I just didn't vote. And then, this one, I actually voted third party.
0: That's what I did in the first one.
1: Because I'm just like, if if the narrative is you're supposed to vote for who you, you know, what? think you politically align with or who you want to actually be in office, okay. That's what the fuck I'm going to do. I don't want either one of those niggas in office. Right. You know, so... And, and maybe that's why I go a little bit harder on Biden Is because I'm like Don't let me in with all the other people Who might have voted for, for Biden It's no shade to Jack I, If I don't give a shit like it's fine yeah. But I'm like I I think it is sort of our job As you know Constituents and like voters Or whatever so, and even whatever non-voters Like we get to hold these niggas responsible Because the shit that they do affects us um, But no like for sure uh biden you know congrats and thanks uh put some more in the bucket yeah (laughs) (laughs) just put some more spread the wealth right literally (laughs) all right jack bring us bring us to our next one
0: all right so our next Topic I know y'all are loving this shit right Y'all probably listening through your headphones right now like Damn these niggas really sound good
1: We're silky smooth my nigga and we're 36 yeah. minutes in See we gonna get y'all home man my Y'all God. are gonna be able to listen to
0: this shit When you're at the gym when you're on your drive home From you know from work or school Wherever you may be man this shit's gonna be in your ears This is hard hitting Yes okay so our topic our next one is called Broken bottle Broken record <laughs> Now this will be our weekly Music segment because yeah. Dakari and I love music. We're both big music people. He writes his own shit, and uh, to be honest with you, you know, your boy Jack here is no stranger to uh, getting up and you know singing on the mic or you know something like that. Yeah, I kind of so, feel like
1: I I know this about you. Yeah,
0: I'm a, I'm not gonna lie. Back in the day, I was nice. Like if I'd have locked in with this shit, I really think I could have done something. Yeah,
1: have you it. ever like played instruments?
0: Yeah, I did band for a couple of years. I thought. Did band, did choir. I did all that. My my pops was big music, so we were in you know, it starts out in every black story. Yeah, we no started for sure. in the church <laughs> and then grew to fame, you
1: know. So suffice it to say, we, we really love music, yeah. Like,
0: we love music and we know our shit.
1: And we 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 in the workshopping phase of this show, like before we actually hit record, we we had to find a way to talk about music. Like yes. I I can't not do that because no. there's always something going on. We
0: did our previous show and we had one episode where we talked music and that was the best yeah. topic that not that we ever had. But for me, that was one of those ones where it's like we both are talking our shit, but it's like both points are making sense. You know, right. it was it was dope. So we had to incorporate it for sure. Um, today, we're going to talk about. Mr. West
1: Kanye West yeah
0: Kanye West just dropped his new album Donda his long anticipated album that is long it's long (laughs) it's an hour and 48 minutes so definitely split that shit up or if you work an office job and can sit at your desk Play that shit at your desk. It's nice and it'll make your day go by faster because you'll realize you spent three hours listening to that shit. Right. So basically we're going to talk about our thoughts on the album. I'm going to let Daiquiri go first because I want to hear your thoughts because mine are a little bit. um, I think you bring more depth and I know (laughs) mine are going to be a little bit more like. I like this, didn't like this. So no, yeah. go ahead and get into it.
1: Okay. So a little fun fact about Daiquiri Jones, right? Uh, Kanye West was the first hip-hop artist I ever heard in my entire life. I remember very vividly, you know, people who are black and went to church, you know that on Sundays the little gospel uh, radio station would suddenly at noon – shift drastically over to being R&B and hip-hop again. Like, they they stop praising Jesus at 12, and then it's back to nigga, 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 right? (laughs) Which is fine. So I remember leaving church one day, and the first thing I hear is, I ain't saying she a gold digger, and being like, yo, this is fucking crazy. So I have always loved Kanye West music, like, since I was a little, little boy. I have not always loved... Kanye West's stupid ass fucking mouth or his antics um and I think that it is the responsibility of the people who consume art to critique it the heaviest that's just I just sort of feel like if I'm listening to the nigga the most I need to go hardest on when he's do, when he's doing fuck shit so he announced Donda was coming out like 15 goddamn years ago.
0: Literally in like
1: 2015. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a long ass time ago. It was sometime I think... Well, yeah, not not actually 15, but
0: it was, it's was. it been a like three year project for sure. Yeah,
1: it was some... I think it was sometime after Ye dropped which was... Which came 2018. out 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime yeah, after... So after Ye and before Jesus is King he was like, yeah, Donda, whatever. And, you know... I'm always going to listen to the doll. Like, I'm like, he's an idiot, but I'm like, I just want to hear what he sounds like. And so, this sort of rollout started with him doing these live stream events on Apple Music. Yeah. And, no shade, I was excited. Like, I was like, oh, like New Kanye, I hated Jesus is King. Not because really? I. Really? Listen, I love gospel music. I really, really do. Um, See, I. I am not a Christian. I don't have any like strong religious affiliations. If you put on Fred Hammond around me right now, I like specifically "No Weapon" by Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond, I will start weeping okay. because I think gospel music is beautiful, and I think it is beautifully constructed, and I think it speaks to something. It's nice to it reminds you of your like childhood low key yes. too,
0: because especially growing up black, and it's not all black people, but I know me like personally. When I hear gospel music, I think of, like you were saying, Sunday morning, right. driving to church, and then hearing it for maybe 10 minutes before it hits noon, right. and then it's back to you know, fucking Soldier Boy or whoever is coming right. on. So yes, no, I, w- I, I would agree.
1: I've never had a problem with gospel music because there is something inherently uplifting yes. about hearing somebody sing to you that everything is going to be all right, that you're going to make it through whatever, that no weapon formed against you were... Like, it is positive messaging. So I yes. can't knock it, especially not as a black former churchgoer. Um, as a former churchgoer, though, I was just like, this is not gospel music, Kanye. Like, this is like hip hop drums and like a choir here and there. So I just wasn't a fan of Jesus is King. But I had kept hearing that Donda was going to be like less Jesus-y right. and a little bit more hip hop And I was like, okay, cool which is exactly what it was when I heard the live stream. And genuinely, I had a, I had an emotional reaction to the first song of the album and the, the first live stream where it's like, God's not finished, God's not finished. Like the over and over and over again, that like sort of chanting going on. So I was really excited. And then he didn't drop the album. And then he had another live stream event and then he didn't drop the album. And then he had like five more live stream events. And then he didn't drop the album. And at that point, I was like, I'm checked out. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. So then, was it? This week? He dropped
0: that shit on Monday.
1: Monday at like 8.30 a.m. Yeah, I get a text from my homie that's like, oh, Donda just dropped. And so I go and look, and I'm like, an hour and how many minutes, nigga? (laughs) How many fucking tracks do you have? Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so overwhelming because... I don't believe that any album should exceed either 15 songs mm-hmm. or 45 minutes. We're
0: talking about you too, Chris Brown, them long-ass oh, albums. Oh, girl.
1: Fucking putting novels worth of music. That, uh, no Shade all sounds the same. Right. <laughs> You're not doing anything. You, you R&B and hip-hop girls need to really start like curating your projects and shaving them down. We don't want to hear everything you have in the booth, girl. Not everything you make is good. But so, Donda came out and I listened to it in small 30-minute chunks. (laughs) Because I have a full-time job, girls. I have things to do. And I don't work the kind of job that Jack does where I actually have, like, sitting time. And I'm not saying Jack doesn't do anything for a living. I'm saying that, like, My job is like quite involved Yes Um, I'm on my my feet a lot And I'm I'm public speaking for 8 hours a day Okay So I don't have that kind of time So my my music listening time is When I'm driving to and from work and home And my mama's house right (laughs) What I will say About Donda Is that none of the songs That I heard are bad songs Genuinely I mean that shit They're not Bad songs, and they're not unlistenable at all. It was actually a very pleasant musical experience. And I did have a couple moments where I shed, shed a little thug tear uh, to a, a song or two. However, as someone who grew up listening to Kanye West rap his ass off for like a decade, what are we doing? What, what is this shit, girl? what are these like the beats are fine first off I think if you were to do a percentage scale of how much he's rapping on the album it would be like five percent you barely hear him it's mostly just features yes and I'm in this space now and I told my brother about this a few days ago I feel like Kanye West now is a lot more similar to DJ Khaled In terms of when you go to listen to a DJ Khaled record, first off, you only hear him say DJ Khaled and we the best music. (laughs) Right. And whatever he names his child's first and last name, I don't fucking know. (laughs) But DJ Khaled's albums are compilation projects, right? Right. It is, I have, look at all these cool features that I have. It's not, it's not, it doesn't stop at look at who I have. It's look at how many people I have on the record. That is where Kanye West is right now. The production is fine. The features do their damn thing. Weekend, Mm -hmm. Travis Scott. I think there's this person on there named Vori who did a great job. Uh, Baby Keem. Like, you guys guys do phenomenal work and you make good music. And I'm not uh, disavowing any of that. But can I hear a rap line? And further the fuck more, again, it's too long. You don't need to be in the booth for an hour and 45 minutes, nigga. The Lion King (laughs) is like 86 minutes long. That's like an hour and 20. And every minute of The Lion King is necessary. You don't need to be hinging and hollering for that long. Yeah. So, as someone who has loved his music for a very long time, I do not think Kanye West's Donda album is bad, but I do think it is his most boring album, quite possibly of all time. Ooh. And that's what I have to say for it. I don't have anything else for that girl, like damn. Okay, well mine is going to be
0: I think way, <laughs> not as like, and I know that was a deep dive. I'm sorry. No, no, life. that's good because then it, it gives perspective. Because I too remember hearing Kanye West for the first time, and he wasn't the first rapper I ever heard, but he was like one of the early ones where I was like, "Oh shit, this dude's different," right? You know, Thank like you. one of those type of things,
1: right? And
0: I remember. Being in third grade and hearing like through the wire, and I remember that shit. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Right. As a kid, being mm-hmm. like, "This shit is dope." And mm-hmm. you know, when you're a kid, you're like, this "Is my favorite song." But then you grow up and realize it's because that it's song is song. fucking amazing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I fuck with Kanye heavy. I don't agree with his, you know, political things he's done, and the fact that he was with a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> and that he had blonde hair for a little bit and thought he was cool. Don't like, drag, I like a
1: blonde hair, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> or, you know, all that type of stuff or that he legitimately called himself a god. Um, I don't really like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Donda. Donda. I Donda, Donda, yeah. <laughs> Donda, Donda, Donda,
1: Donda, 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 Donda.
0: So, I Thought the album was On a scale of 1 to 10 I give it a 7 And only because honestly it's a 6 But it gets a 7 because it's Kanye West (laughs) I thought the songs were okay I had (laughs) two, I think, songs that I thought were good Well, I guess four because the two I like He also has part two Of the same song That's the same song Just with a feature
1: And I deleted those songs
0: Yeah So I like those Um Of the whole album My favorite song On there is Junior And I think it's because That's the only song That he actually Raps on Uh yeah Damn near And I like that Kanye West I like the Kanye West That talks shits In his rap But at the same time Like makes sense And has like good Lyrical content Sure sure Um, I like the Jesus, like, incorporating that shit because I will say that I'm a Christian. I'm not going to say that I go to church all the damn time because I like watching football on Sunday. And niggas like to sleep in.
1: Down. So
0: (laughs) I haven't been going to church, but I like that side of Kanye. I don't want a whole album about it. That's why I thought the Jesus is King thing was cool. I thought for it to take three years, I thought this thing was going to be immaculate i thought it was gonna be college dropout on crack mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. i was like this shit's gonna fucking slap And i played a first song and i'm like mid <laughs> you know i was kind of i was kind of disappointed because you wait all these years for this shit and then it's like this nigga like for me the first song on the album needs to fucking like Hit even if it's kind of slow like it should
1: still Have something it, the first the intro is in Yes play.
0: and his was like like I said It like shit was like all
1: right like I'll Wait and it was kind of like you're now, waiting when, when you're talking about the intro Are you talking about the literal first song Where the woman is literally just saying The word the name Donda 25 times Or are you talking about the jail Song with Jay-Z on it So where he's like I'm gonna go To jail tonight I'm gonna post my bail tonight Yeah with like so Donaldson.
0: I I'll be honest with you. None of the songs had a like an effect on me besides the junior one, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's the only one I actually even know the name of. Right. Right. This is an album that it's 3 hours, but you're going to have to listen to it at least 3 times before you really like know what songs are even called, you sure. know? Um I just think for it to be a 3 year thing it wasn't what I expected. And that's I guess that could be the consumer's fault because I think we do put Kanye on a fucking pedestal. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think he deserves it, you know. But to at an the extent. Same, yes, but at the same time, it was, like I said, it only gets a seven because he's Kanye West.
1: Here's the thing. Let's. I'm just going to quickly run through, and I don't even have to pull up my phone for this because I know the man's discography front and back. So, college dropout. Amazing. To... Late, late registration, registration. to graduation amazing, amazing. to uh 808 heartbreak <laughs> it's fine um to beautiful dark twisted fantasy I'm immaculate ma- yeah amazing to jesus my favorite kanye west album yeah, oh really God. oh and it's actually not even close really i love jesus see i like it i like that provocative ass shit like I know that he really shouldn't be referring to himself as a god. See, I loved that song. And I liked the whole conceit. Like, it was his... It's... Jesus is the most Kanye West album Kanye West has ever made. It's the most, like, braggadocious. It's the most, like, musically... The uh, the way the on-site starts out, it's literally just fucking noise. He's literally being like, suck my dick. I don't have to make a real song. Like, you know, whatever. See, I...
0: I like Kanye And I think it's just because You take You have that I remember when I was a kid Yes College dropout That shit is That is the I love the fucking I'm gonna play this Bomb ass song And then do a skit about it Right And then do another Bomb ass song And the skit I loved that shit You know Fucking What's the song um, Through the wire Obviously New workout
1: plan Oh We not gonna give that song It's flowers No it's literally or like, like- he, I, I'm not saying, like, all those are fucking, yeah, I think it's important to contextualize. I like the bare version of Kanye West. Down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: That's how I like Kanye And Life of Pablo. So, I fuck with that album heavy.
1: I grew up pretty sheltered, um, like, in a pretty sheltered Christian environment. Um, I wasn't allowed to listen to rap music when I was a kid. Like, I had to, like, sneak and listen to it. And I wasn't allowed to buy my own music. I had to, mm-hmm. like, get it through my dad. Right. Who would have to... He had to screen the music. Yep. And then allow me to buy it. Right. So, I didn't hear a full Kanye West album literally until My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, Shit. That was the first, full because I wasn't allowed to buy the music. So, I mean, right. by the time Fantasy came out, obviously, I had heard all of the singles, right? So, I had heard Jesus Walks, and I had heard uh, Through the Wire, and I had heard, I heard him saying Gold Digger, and everything yeah. else is stronger. I had heard all of that. I didn't buy a full, I didn't listen to a full Kanye album until Fantasy came out. And then Jesus was the first album that I bought with my own money. Okay. So... And I remember when that shit dropped, it was midnight, I was in uh, my second old bedroom at the time, and I was listening to it, and I cut the shit on, and on-site came on, and I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I was like, this is sickening. So for me... It's it's all and it, it all is just about I think where you start with him. Yeah. Depends on, on where where you stand on it. So and I also think Pablo is a phenomenal album. Yeah. But I think that is his last good one. And I think that Pablo is the reason why we have Donda now. Because everybody yeah, Well, so uh Pablo is twenty songs long and it is an hour and six minutes. And that hour and
0: six is good though. He don't miss.
1: I'm really. not saying it's bad. He <laughs> <laughs> don't miss on that album. Just and I don't even. This is how much I know his music. I don't even need to look at. I don't need to look at uh, actual online stuff to know the features on this on this album. On Pablo, we have Chance the Rapper, Kirk R- Franklin. Early Chance, too. early right? Not yeah. still doing oh, I acid. My like, she, like, yeah, not, not that, that Chance the Rapper, Kirk Franklin. Uh the nigga who made panda, not uh designer designer the weekend, Rihanna, um mm-hmm. uh, Swiss Beats. They're, like, it's a feature heavy album. Very, very feature heavy. Yeah. Okay. Also very long. Also had a stupid ass rollout where he premiered the shit at some fashion run runway <laughs> and then also didn't drop it after he premiered it. Right. Right? Pablo, for as good as it is got us to Donda now because I think after Pablo is when the like public pop culture zeitgeist constructed some godlike image of Kanye West in their collective conscious whereby I mean you just gave this nigga a seven even though you said the only reason you're not making it a six is because it's Kanye West yeah like that's the shit he's goaded
0: you can't you can't give a goat lower than seven
1: Oh, uh, but watch me!
0: <laughs> he goaded. Now
1: listen, and I don't, I don't do the one through ten scale thing. I try not to. If I were though, Don does a three or a four. Damn! It's like I thought. This was the first rapper you ever heard. This was you was have like, more because, But you
0: judge him higher. You expect sp- thank more you.
1: since it's the first rapper. I, he made me fall in love with the genre right. of hip hop. Gotcha, and so. Why are you not hippity hopping on this fucking record? I just, I'm like, this is not, Well, and it's fine. Like, I like an antic. I think it's cute. I, I enjoyed all the little fucking shows or whatever. I thought they were interesting. But I'm like, it's not worth all of this shit. Also, and this don't have necessarily anything to do with the, with the content. If you have listened to Donda, you will notice that all of the songs are censored. The curse words are bleeped out. Okay? There isn't an explicit version of this album. The only version of this album that exists is the clean version. I'm going to walk you through why. When Jesus is King came out and he convinced the black Christian community that he loves Jesus Christ and that he's a Christian and that, you know, he's never, you know, he he loves the Lord um, (laughs) to, like, sell a record, literally, he said in several interviews and got pastors to say in several interviews that he, number one, would never make another secular uh, record in his entire career. And number two, would never say another foul word, like another curse word on the record. Okay? So now we skip to Donda. Donda is mostly not Christian music. It's mostly like secular stuff about like jewelry and cars and like whatever. There's obviously a couple songs that are like very God-centric and that's Mm -hmm. fine. Those are my favorite songs on the album, to be completely honest with you. But... The content is secular. So that lets me know how you feel about the the things that you say in the media and the promises that you make to your consumers, number one. Number two, if you listen to the album, curse words are still being said. It's not like Kanye is just not cursing. He's cursing and then he's bleeping the shit because he wants y'all to think that he is keeping his promise of remaining clean and Christian-based or whatever. It has only taken him a year and a half to break his promise. By by the way, a promise that he made on God's name. (laughs) And again, I'm not a Christian, and so I don't have a heaven or hell to send him. But I have read the Bible, and I do study the Bible present tense. I know for a fact that the Christian God that is in the Bible that y'all be reading is not one that y'all should be trifling with. (laughs) I don't know if you should be making promises on this thing about things you will or will not be doing and then not doing those fucking things. That is giving lightning strike to me, to me, myself, personally. And it also, regardless of the, like, whatever religious things, it's disingenuous. You lie to your consumers to sell records. If you were just not going to curse, you would have simply just gotten in the booth and not cursed, And you would have told them fuck-ass features that you had. Hey, man, we're trying to run a family project in this motherfucker. Watch your mouth when you go in the booth. It's really not that hard. So I'm listening to it, and I was like, because I was like, oh, I heard a bleep. And I was like, oh, I must have the wrong version of the album. And then I was like, wait, it's the only fucking version of the album that exists. And then The Fader ran an article that's like, yeah, it's like the whole thing is censored. I was irritated because the Kanye West I grew up on, actually up until like three years ago, was cursing terribly. Yeah. And it's not like I'm like, oh, like you have to curse to be good at rapping. No, be genuine about your shit. Because it wasn't like Kanye didn't curse. He did. And then he was just like, oh, you didn't hear anything. So I didn't curse. Yes, I did. I heard you say nigga (laughs) 12 times on this album. So I just I don't know man I'm going to listen to the shit Probably one more time And yeah. obviously when it kind of drops again I'm going to listen to it
0: Right You're always going to listen to it Because you know it's kind, it always has It can go one or two ways It's the
1: same thing with Drake
0: Right and We And see that Whenever we get a topic on that That's when I'm going to do What you just did <laughs> Because That's my nigga. You love Drake. I fucks with Drake. He, because he, to me, I don't like, I don't see myself in Kanye. Kanye doesn't rap about shit that I have gone through or will go through. Mm -hmm. Drake? For the black kid in high school when Drake drops, who all your friends are majority white and the black kids don't like you because you're not cool enough for the black kids. But the white kids fuck with you, but you're still too black for the white kids. Mm-hmm. And you're rapping about a girl that you like, but you Who don't want to tell like her. You. But then you glow up, but then you don't want her no more. It's like, I relate to that
1: shit, you know? I grew up on. Me and you have had a very similar relationship yes. with Drake's music. Yes. Which is why I think we can talk about him so extensively. Right. And like I said at the beginning of the show, like or at the beginning of this segment, it is genuinely because I like Kanye That I'm going to drag this hard Right. If he had come out really swinging And really rapping his ass off I would have nothing to say I'd be like yeah man that's what the fuck I thought he was going to do like,
0: <laughs> I told y'all I literally told
1: you <laughs> But it's just not um, It's not that it's not what I expected Because what I expect Kanye to do Is to do shit that I don't expect So that's not the issue here The issue is that it's not that good yeah it's just not good for Kanye West standards everybody else on that album did a phenomenal job like the features were solid as fuck but just in terms of and I think this is the new Kanye now like I think this is where we're at just in terms I think the next album will also be very very feature heavy Mm. I don't think he's gonna be rapping too much he says on he's already
0: got plans for another one
1: well, I don't know. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, like, I'm sure in the next, you know, three to five years when we get another Kanye project, I don't, I just don't see him on the end of Donda, one of the songs towards the end, the like latter seventh of the album. He's like, yeah, y'all got me rapping again. And I'm like, right, nigga, because you spent the first 23 songs not rapping. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm always hopeful to see what happens. And I'm not, because we've already ran long on this, so I'm not going to spend too too much longer than two seconds on this. But he also... Listen, when you start having like Baby and Marilyn Manson on your shit, people yeah. who... I watched Baby punch a woman in her face two years ago. I watched that shit on camera. So I know how he feels about abusing women. And then Marilyn Monroe... Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Manson has a list of abuse allegations right. longer than both of my arms stapled together. So I'm like... Listen, my nigga, I see the people who you be clocking in at work with. I see the people who you like to throw your money with. Like, I'm and like, I'm watching you. Don't forget
0: you. the cheeto he was kicking it with for about a year and Thank a half. Thank you.
1: And so I'm like, that's kind of, and that's another, I'm like, gee, Kanye has to stay over there. I'll look and see what you're doing every now and then, girl. But like, you and all these fuck ass abusers and all these bigots and shit, the baby just called me a faggot two weeks ago. So. I'm like, uh, do better, Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> Please sure. do better. For sure. Alright. Um, is this the are, are we coming up on the last one? This is the last one. We we're at the last. We're, okay. We are at the end of the show. Wow, so this is it. So I'll uh, I'll take this one. So All right, yeah. this is our recurring final segment that we are affectionately calling sugar or salt. Also known cutely on the rim this is going to be our ending segment we get to talk about something in our week that uh, brought us a lot of sweetness or joy or sugar and some or something in our week that we feel a little salty about that we didn't fucking like too too much Mm -hmm. um and jack told me i could go first and i'm gonna put salt on the rim this week um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the purpose of this, um, I am a father of 60 children. So I don't have to do anything. To, to You kids got on my last damn nerve and have been on my last damn nerve for three weeks. <laughs> Listen, I should not be in a situation where where I'm having to tell you to sit down every 10 goddamn seconds. We have things to do during the day. It's annoying. It takes away from our day. It's a distraction. We like to do, I like to do fun things in my uh, children's home environment, we'll say. We can't do all the fun things if you Nick Noggs are running around screaming, talking across the motherfucking black-ass goddamn classroom all goddamn day long. We only have an hour and a half with each group of you. Relax. <laughs> we must simply get through it. And no shade, I have been questioning if being a father of 60 kids was really some shit that I was supposed to do just because the first 20 of you that I see in the morning, like really wreck my whole fucking day. Like you niggas behavior is off the chain. I I'm not dragging about the fact that like, uh, academically speaking, you might not know everything you need to know because I do understand that children have spent the last year and a half not in school, which is where they probably should have been. And I understand that they, it is better, honestly, for them to have been home safe than to be in school. And But that doesn't mean that it hasn't been frustrating trying to uh, raise 60 kids um, who are a year and a half behind. It's not your fault that you guys are struggling. However, if you're struggling, shut the fuck up and let me help you. <laughs> you have to let me get you to the next year. Um, I had to call. <laughs> I'm going to bleep this. I had to call a parent um, because one of you just got on my fucking nerves that bad. <laughs> and you're doing fuck shit while I am trying to raise the rest of you. And it's too much. Okay Sit down somewhere Sit down And pay attention And do better And that's all I have God damn You alright? I'm fine (laughs) We haven't seen each other In a couple months I have been Scressed out Oh (laughs) my
0: god Yeah no But that felt good right?
1: Oh it did It really It really really did
0: (laughs) So for this week I honestly, I, then this is so bad for the first show. I should have had. You don't one, know what you're going to put on the rim? One or the other. <laughs> um, I will say Sugar, actually. Okay, lovely. Because I'm feeling great about myself. Um, This week has been going well. The past couple of weeks for me personally have been great. Um, I'm loving my job. I'm working out all the time. So I'm physically getting to where I want to be. Um, I'm just, I'm happy a lot. And that's, oh, I love that. That's how I'm going to be this week. I'm just, you know, I'll put a
1: little, some sugar on it. I love that so much. Yeah. That's like the absolute antithesis of what I just went through. So <laughs> I'm really happy to hear that you're staying fucking positive. Um, so that concludes our first episode of the Jack and Daiquiri podcast. Um, the bar is closing. The lights are coming up. It is time for you and I and we and us to go home. But if you come back next week we'll have some more rounds for you all we'll see you guys next week have a good night